The Bostonian versus the book is being brought to you by our friends at MalinLabeCigars.com. Malinlabe cigars are premium cigars. Each cigar is a true Puro, 100% organic Cuban leaf binder and filler cigar with a 15 Habano wrapper. These cigars are always produced in small batches, and once they are gone, they're gone. Right now, as an introductory offer to the brigade, Malinlabe has a four-pack cigar sampler assortment on sale for just $75. All four are premium cigars that are sure to define the luxury experience you would come to expect. Malinlabe also offers for single barrel bourbon maple whiskey and amazing coffee that can be combined to make a wonderful gift box if a brigade member buys a set cigars, coffee, and whiskey. Mall and Labe will include whiskey glasses, coffee mugs, and a decorative ashtray to complete the experience. Log on to mallandlabecigars.com. That's M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E cigars.com. Or check out the link on the BVB Discord channel at bvbshow.com. Mall and Labe Cigars, the premium cigar for those with discerning tastes. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our f- series. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we we are live on a tuesday everybody how are you welcome in to another episode of the bostonian versus the book dave sheriff and matt perot live on youtube and twitter sports grid replay good evening you guys on the late night owl watch you guys who are live in the chat how are you on this tuesday thank you for being here it is an announcement day, Dave. How are you on this Tuesday? Man, oh man, we've been up since the crack of dawn talking to people. You leaked that video a little early, but good timing for the East Coast. Yeah, 7 a.m. East Coast on time. The West Coast. My phone's been buzzing nonstop. Everybody wants to know, what are you guys doing? <laughs> What's happening? What happened? Well, look. We have spent. Are you playing a video? We will in a second. Yeah, for okay, those of you who don't right. know what we're I talking about on sports, we'll play for you. Yeah, we'll play for you here in a second. But I, I we'll, let's just kind of lead into this as to how we got here because I think it's we've had a number of conversations with a number of different companies, entities, and ideas. People have approached us for the better part of four months now as to, well, what are you guys going to do? How is it going to evolve? What is the next step for BVB? And we still have a ton of fires going. We we. I mean, this is not the, the last time you're going to hear an announcement for us. No. But we were taking meetings, having conversations, and we started to do the math. <laughs> and we started to realize that people were coming at us 
because they want access to you, the brigade. They want to pitch you guys. And we thought, wait a minute, we can do this. We don't need to have somebody come in and say, hey, our audience should go over there. Let's keep it in the family. Let's just keep it here. Come on. And so we are introducing the brigade proxy service. Yes. Before we tell you what the brigade proxy service is, here's a fun little video that Dave and I put out this morning that Dave referenced about what we're doing. Hey guys, how are you? Matt Peralta, Dave Sherpin, Bostonian versus the book. Dave, we have a little bit of an announcement to make. Little one. Small one? It's kind of a big one. Yeah, it's kind of a big one. So football contests are the rage. Dave and I have decided to do Brigade Proxy Service. So when you've got to come into Vegas and you need anyone to be your proxy, don't just pick anybody. No. Pick? You got a guy. In fact, you got two guys. Brigade Proxy Service. The B, what do we call that? BPS? BPS? BPS, baby. Vegas guys. Yeah. Here. Helping you get all your pictures of the entire team. So, at Brigade Proxy on Twitter. Our DMs are open. If you're coming to Vegas, you need a proxy, as Dave said, you got a guy. The Brigade Proxy Service open for business now. Dave Sheriff and Matt Peralta will see you guys in Vegas to sign up for the football contest. So, <laughs> what is the brigade proxy service that the video just came up? By the way, Kirk, thanks for E for putting that together. That was awesome. That tip right there, yeah. sir. That there was outstanding. So, it's BPS. Is it? That's not like the UPS. Like, that's no. not, we don't have to deliver anything, right? What well, are we well, we are a service and we are delivering picks for right. people every week, but right. no, we're not actually handing anything to people. To, no, we're not like UPS, but we're BPS. Okay. So, we had this big debate about calling it a service or a company and we went with service because it is a service after all. So right. this has been the, the question of the morning to me on the DMS from at brigade proxy on Twitter. Yes. Well, I've never done this before. I've thought about doing this before. Yeah. What exactly do I do? So let's just walk you guys through what happens. Perfect. You have to be here in the state of Nevada. Okay. So either you have to be in Nevada in Reno or in Nevada, in Las Vegas, at a Circa Sports Westgate Superbook and any other contest you want to do, you must physically be there for a day. To sign up. To sign up for one day. Right. Okay, one day. We must be there with you when you sign up. Correct. There's a form that you will fill out that will then enable Dave and I or whoever else is going to work with our proxy service to be the one that enters in your picks throughout the football season. Correct. Whether it be college or pro, depending on the contest that you are in. Right. Some of them are the last man standing contest. It's yes. over at stations. Okay. There's that one. There's the Golden Nuggets college football contest. There's that one. Yes. Westgate has them, has their, uh, the Superbook has been the the leader in this, I guess you could say. And, and the million, circa million has kind of built upon it. Yes. The football contest for this, for, for the Westgate Super Contest. Yes. So you can do either or. We will be there. We, we will do sign both. you up. Well, you do them both, right? You sign up and we will take care of you throughout the entire football season. Okay. Yes. There's 
whatever way you need to get in touch with Dave and I, there's a variety of ways on our Discord channel, bvbshow.com. My DMs are open at Sports Talk Matt. The yes. DMs are open at Pro, at Brigade Proxy. DMs yes. are open on that account as well. Tell us you're coming in. We're going to schedule you out. And you're going to come up and sign up. And you're going to have a hell of a football season. This it's is, that easy. You pay us and we're good. This keeps you in action all season. So you can... I mean, this is life-changing money. When you, It's you, the most fun. I can't explain this to anybody who haven't done it, even done it before. Mm. If you have three buddies, okay, it's $1,000. You might go, man, that's a lot. It's $250 each, right? right? Plus the cost of the proxy service. Yeah. Okay. So it, it, it's not insane amounts of money. Right. And it's like entering a poker tournament. I used to love entering poker tournaments because you pay one fee, you pay a hundred bucks, whatever it is to get in, and then you play. Right, and you play for hours versus going into a you know a, a no limit hold'em table and you get raked right away. You get killed. So mm. this gives you action for at least in the million seventeen weeks. Right. Survivor is one and you're out, but you could be going all the way. Right. Both these contests, the Westgate Super Contest and the Circa Million and Circa Survivor, we're talking millions of dollars on the table here. Yes, available for you guys. 14 Literally, at circus like to, to the Westgate, they got the picture, they got the money <laughs> in a big case right there. You could come and take a picture with the money and say, I'm going to win this. And then, you know, you got to be really hot to win it, but it keeps you in action. There's quarterly prizes. There's even a booby prize. And there is two booby prizes. The last and dead to last are both getting ordered this year. That, oh, that's right. They opened that up to the second to last. <laughs> yeah. So you must participate every week. If things don't go good early, they but can the go quarterly, bad, bad. But the quarterly yeah. prices, you're never actually out of it. The thing about right. it is if you right. go 0 and 20 and then go 20 and 0, <laughs> right. you, you're going to pick up a six-figure check. I mean, it's insane. But I well, we had Carmine it. on last year. He you went 18-1-1. and and he in won a quarter. quarter. Yeah. Picked up a hundred thousand. Flew in, got to take a picture with the big check, got the cash, went to dinner with him. And listen, the other little thing, and listen, there's other proxies out there that have yeah. been doing it. God bless you can go and do other proxies. The difference is with us is that you get us one. Two, if you guys are rolling, we're gonna have people on the show, right, Piro? Hundred percent. Let's go. I mean, that's why we called it the brigade. The brigade what? proxy service is because the audience of BVB, you guys yeah. have an opportunity to, if you are either in the money, if you have a crazy hot streak, if you've got some ridiculous you know, record, we're going to put you guys on. In particular, Justin in Vermont last year was a brigade member who went really deep in survival. Oh man, he did. We he all got down to the last 20. Yeah, we offered numerous times. Do you want to come on the show? Do you want to come on the show? Over and over and over again. You didn't want to do it. You didn't want to do it. So and that's okay. It's okay. But when I told people that, they were like, are you sure he actually is alive? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I don't know why he's lying. But we'll, we would know this, okay? Because we're your proxy. So we're the ones putting in your picks every week. So we will know what you guys are doing and how hot you guys are doing it, okay? Answering a couple quick questions. Pricing will vary. So you got to DM us. We'll explain the pricing structure. Right. We're not going to on the show. We'll explain it right. off the air. So go ahead and contact us. DM us. We will tell you the full pricing structure. It varies. Secondly, we aren't doing the contest this year. All right. 
Dave and I will not be competing with you guys. So in case you're like, well, I don't want to share my picks with anybody. You guys will know my picks. No worries there. Okay. There's no competition here. All right. This is us helping you guys enter the contest. We're not. We're going to have enough issues and (laughs) problems and, you know, like procedures and things to get done to worry about me and you picking five games. Like we're going to talk about the contest. I'm going to bet the games like crazy. Of course it's football. And we're going to be able to, you know, have a kind of a plan and iambic pentameter natural flow of the week in football season comes to Friday talking about what would the pit, what would the plays be? And then we might do a Saturday or Sunday show or something. We'll see. We'll talk about there's things that are like, this is the first announcement. We've been telling you guys this for, I don't know how many weeks now we've been saying like, you know, we've been talking, we've been talking, we've been talking. This is the first idea that got to the finish line. Like there's like five that are all like lined up, like waiting to see where we're going to go. But this was the first one that made the most sense because Thursday Thursday is the live show at Circa. And we've got guys coming in. You guys are coming to the show. You were coming in to sign up. And we were like, look it. These are some of our good, our, 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 you know, our diehards that are coming in here. And if you're going to sign up for the contest, we're going to be your guys. (laughs) Like we're going to be your proxy service. We're not letting you go anywhere else. We're going to be your guys. So that's what pressed the urgency on this to get this done today. So Thursday and Friday, we'll be signing people up and signing you guys who are coming into town I'm serious. If you guys have the wherewithals to do it and you like, say you're coming in by yourself. Okay. If you have, you can afford it. If you can afford a two fifty, get four of you guys in the brigade and go ahead and do an entry for the million together or do it for survivor. Although that could be more difficult because it's one pick and four of you, that could be a little bit of a fight, but the most fun I have had during football seasons where I wasn't that large of, I mean, I'm still not a very big gambler stakes wise right. anyway, but like when I was a really small stakes gambler, the most fun I had was knowing that the most I could lose was 250 bucks or 500 bucks. That was the most I could lose. Yeah. It was tremendous. And I mean, you know, the we've done it for the show where we did um, the, the reboot contest, the, the conversations back and forth oh. to try to come to five games is legendary. And at some point, you know, um, we may end up having those types of conversations again, but like hmm. we'll be available. Uh, I'm not telling you who to pick, you know, Matt's not telling you who to pick. We'll just talk about the games and all the different things and obviously options, still making yeah. plays and options, but it's something that just felt like it had to be done. And when people talk, sometimes you have to listen. And this is the first, like you said, step. We're talking to everybody about a lot of things. And this is a way for you to have kind of, I don't know, is this access to us or like we're, I don't want to have to chase people down for the picks, but we we're going to try as a proxy service no. to make sure that nobody forgets their picks. Yeah. You know, I mean, no, but it's, it's emails, more like, all kind of stuff. It'll be great. It'll be the great. talks I've had with two people this morning already were like, I'm coming in in August. Yeah. When we sign up, would you be willing to have a beer with me afterwards? Yeah. Would I, you have lunch with me afterwards? Yes. Like I'm not guaranteeing like you're going to have like access to us on a Saturday night to call me to ask me your, you know, my opinion of a pick, but I am saying you're going to come in and we're going to, you know, it, it does give you a chance to talk to us and we can 
there are things we're talking about for football season where if you're part of our proxy service, there could be an extra level of, hey, Dave and Matt breaking down the games. Come on in. We'll help you. We'll tell you what we think. And you guys can do what you want with it, but just give you the ideas as to line movement. Remember, the lines come out on Wednesday and Thursday, depending on the contest, the contest. you're in. Yep. They're stagnant. They don't move. The other benefit to this contest is no line movement. <laughs> so you can see where the pros go. Number goes from two and a half to three and a half. You know, it's a pretty big move. Well, why? Well, the pros all think that this side's going to hit. Okay. Crossing three. Why did it cross three, Dave? Well, because dot, dot, dot. So those things could all happen. Do we want to bring on David? Because he's, I, I hate to make him wait because he's sitting there looking beautiful. The hat is phenomenal. He's already in the green room. He's already in the green room? He's already in the green room. He's wearing what? a suit. He's wearing a certain tie. He's got a, he's, he's got the hat, which I love. He's got, I, I cannot get over his hats. He's a hat Ooh. guy. He might be the original hat guy. I am, I'm very envious of him. Can we do it? Can we bring him on? I don't want to make him wait anymore. What? I don't. Uh, we said he was good for 11:45. I know. Who cares? We gave him. But that's like, the beautiful thing we do. We, we we have no rules. We can roll with anything. Well, yeah, sure. We can bring him we'll on. If from, David's we'll, ready. Yeah, we'll push yeah. hockey and we'll talk hockey after we talk to David about what's going on in the NFL because it's right. You know, okay, there's two we'll big stories up today. The proxy discussion because there's a couple questions that okay, go ahead. I know people have already gotten finish to it me. Up. Yeah, and I will. You know, oh, finish it up right now. Yeah, finish it up now. Yeah, you don't have to live in Nevada to be in these contests. Uh -uh. We live in Nevada. We will be here all football season. We will make sure your picks get in every single week. My plan. Once we get the procedure is we're going to send you an email or something. It's going to go out once you sign up with the service that you will get a reminder that you got to have your picks in. Okay. And if you use the Thursday game, you have to have the whole weekend in. Okay. That's a, that's one little catch. And two, yes, we will take a picture time from the book. If that's what you want to do every time that we sign up, if that's what you want, and I will post it with you, you want that. Listen, Two people asked me this morning, wow. do I get a picture time from the book with you? If I'm down there signing you up, of course we're going to take a picture time from the book, which will get on the they they have our feed yep. on the circus screen. So you get you'll get up on the circus big screens and all that other stuff. There's a lot of little things that you'll get with us that you may or may not get with other people. But yes, we cannot wait to do it. We'll have more details at Brigade Proxy on the Twitter. And there will be, um, well, we'll, 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 there will be more details. Get to Purdom because I mean, if if, if Purdom's looking good, he wore a suit. Well, he suit? Was, yeah, he he wore a uh, a a shirt a, a shirt and tie for us. So like, look like, at this guy. He Switch looks, him over. Look yeah. at him, David. You look amazing, sir. You shaved and everything for us. Yeah, trim the beard a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, sir, how are you? Welcome to the Boston University of the Book once again. We appreciate the time. This is going to be uh, a conversation that I hope we don't have a lot, but it feels like we're going to have this conversation going a lot. But for those people that might be just waking up to what's going on here with a Colts cornerback slash kick returner, how big of a story is it that this player basically admitted he's been betting on his own games? It's a big story for sure. It seems like uh, we keep hearing these uh, incidents occurring. Um, this was the eighth potential violation of the gambling policy in the NFL from a player uh, over the last five years. And, you know, previous 20, 25 years, we really didn't have any. So uh, the magnitude of this one, 
with uh, sources saying that he was placing maybe you know upwards of a hundred bets over an undisclosed amount of time. A lot of the bets were small, $25, $50, but there were some bets on games involving the Colts, and he's a Colts cornerback and kick returner. And obviously, you should not be betting on games you're involved in. You should not be betting on the NFL. I keep saying this over and over on shows. If you want to play in the NFL, you cannot bet on the NFL. It is not much more, you know, any more difficult than that. And for some reason, these players keep making these mistakes putting their million dollar salaries at risk. And I don't get it. DP, the, the policy is interesting. And I know you've dove deep into it. You've read it. You've seen it. You've talked about it. You continue to do it and you do great work. What is your Twitter handle, by the way, so people can follow you on the Twitter? This is my first and last name at David Perm. There you go. All right. The policy that I've read as well is they're getting trouble for where they are when they're placing the bets. Is that what the violation is here? Is that how they got him? Or is it, I mean, yes, you're not supposed to be betting on the games, but the policy reads like you can't do it on the team facilities. Am I reading it wrong? No, that is correct. You are not allowed to place any bet, any sports book bet, any sports bet uh, on team facilities or traveling with the team. Um, that was something that was implemented into the NFL gambling policy in 2018. That was right after the Supreme Court decision that kind of started us on this uh, trek to have legalized sports betting around the nation. Um, along at that time, they also put in the stipulation that, hey, what, you know what, players, we're going to allow you to bet with legal sports books on other games, on the NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball. You're allowed to do that. That's fine. You know, we're OK with that. You cannot bet on the NFL or anything involved with the NFL and you cannot bet on anything on league premises, any kind of team facility. So that little nuance. I think I can kind of understand, okay, we've all been through training procedure uh, classes at work. Maybe sometimes we gloss over them. Maybe we didn't hear it. And some guy logs on and says, hey, I want to put my bet in on the NBA playoffs tonight. And he does it from the locker room. So he gets pinged, right? The geolocation service. Yeah. I can at least understand that. Betting on the NFL? No. Hey, in your heart, in your head, uh, you know that's wrong, right? I mean, nobody should should have any kind of qualms about uh, players being allowed to bet on the NFL. That shouldn't happen. You know it shouldn't happen. They shouldn't do it. David, the article that came out in The Athletic, it's kind of unfortunate that it's coming out all at once, but it feels like this is an avalanche of, of, of a week for stories. But about the fact that players who are not wanting to be named are saying that they do not understand the policy, that the NFL has not done a good enough job explaining exactly what you guys just talked about in terms of where they can bet, who they can bet and how they can bet. Is that the fault of the league or the player for not listening to what the league is saying? Ultimately the players, um, they are getting the education, um, whether they're absorbing it and understanding it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's apparently not right. Uh, the league says they educate over 17,000 people. That's league personnel, coaches, referees. Everybody gets training on what is allowed from sports betting. Um, so, like I said, you're in a training class for work, right? Sometimes you're just trying to get it over with. So I understand that. But you don't need any training to know that you should not be betting on the NFL. Am I correct? I mean, if you were involved in a game, there's no, you do not need training told you, hey, maybe I shouldn't bet on a game that I can, you know, influence. That doesn't, doesn't carry any water for me for them to say that, hey, we just didn't know we were, weren't allowed to bet on the NFL. That, that doesn't 
DP, is it on the books to report to the league about a player gambling? Like, so you have to, you have to educate the player first, you know, or the personnel. I mean, it's not just players. It's a lot of personnel within the organization that can't bet on the games either. But does the book have to then, one, geolocate them, catch them, find all this stuff out, and then send it back to the league? Or is the league creating its own, for lack of a better word, task force to then say, we're going to watch it and we're going to tell you when we think something's going on and then come and inquire at the book. How does it work? All of the above. Uh, the it, league does have sophisticated oh. in-house technology that they are tracking and monitoring the sports betting market, looking for any anomalies, uh, monitoring players, everybody that should not be betting. They, they, they have some sort of technology that tracks them. In addition, they have embedded themselves in the sports betting industry. They have open communications line with their sports book partners, with state regulators, and the geolocation services that uh, are taking care of the sports betting market, right? You can't bet in certain states, so you got to have some kind of geolocation fencing around those states to prohibit that. When those bets are made, if it's made at a team facility, ping, something comes up, may be flagged by state regulators. They may turn it over to the integrity providers services that also monitor and kind of facilitate the communication. And then it gets to the league. So it doesn't take long to get to the league. Sometimes the league finds it out themselves. Sometimes their partners do. Isaiah Rogers is the player who is accused or at least admitted to, to have doing this, not accused. He admitted to doing it, but he was doing it with a secondary, a third part, a third party, if you will. He was telling his bets and they were making the plays. If you listen to people on the internet, and I'm not saying they're right or wrong here, but they've been saying players have been doing this forever, and the league has never investigated, has never really had a, an opinion publicly about it. Are, are we going to see a rash of this, or are we going to see just the NFL coming down harshly on all these players six months to a year suspension until it really gets hit home that they cannot do this? First of all, my understanding is that he the account was set up in uh, one of his associates' names, but I believe he was placing the okay. wagers. So uh, just to make that little quick clear, but that's you. my understanding. It's firm. Yes, I absolutely believe we're going to see more. I've heard that there's going to be another wave of these coming. You know, over a dozen players uh, are, are likely to being are currently being investigated and looking into any potential gambling violations and. What I continue to think is we're kind of in a transition period. There's an academic theory that says basically society struggles in the early years to adjust to any kind of new illicit activity, kind of like betting, and that's brought into a regular environment. People kind of figure out, well, what can I do? What can't I do? What are the rules? And so forth. And mistakes are made. And I believe we're in that process right now. Uh, society is trying to adapt. All the players and athletes are trying to adapt. Eventually, we'll get these cases out there. More and more people will hear it. What happens to you? You know, we're looking at uh, if you were found to have bet on the NFL, uh, the precedent is a minimum of a year uh, suspension and you can re reapply, but it doesn't guarantee you're back in. So I think eventually the more and more these cases come out, the more and more we spot them, players are going to learn. Right. They got to. I, I just kind of think there's too much money for them to lose in order to just make a $25, $50 bet. It's just not worth it. It's, it's crazy because um, yes, it was set up in an associate's name and then, you know, a friend sets up an account that you use it on team facilities. You get busted. If you don't use it on the team facilities, probably never discovered like this. So 
That's the one catch. The other catch is this, DP, where if you really want to bet, and I mean, the answer is quick. It's right. It's abstinence. It's just simple. Don't do it. Well, when you tell kids not to do it, they do it. Okay. Where do they go? Like where, cause isn't this driving that business, not just in, from players, but like person, like if someone wants to bet, they're going to find a way to do it. Right there. That, that's the, the inevitability of the conversation. Yep. And if you're willing to want to bet and you're willing to try to get around the system and risk uh, your career to place a bet on an NFL game, uh, you know, it's going to be tough to stop you. Uh, The best weapon they have is deterrence. Look, if you get caught, this is the penalties. We're seeing more and more people get caught because of the increased visibility that regulation has brought into the market. If this kind of things was going on and it may have well been. Uh, In the past, offshore or with local bookmakers, we we never heard about it. Now we have more visibility of the market than we've ever had, and it's going to clean up this part of of the industry. They're going to have to figure out that, hey, uh, you know, I'm putting a lot at risk to just to try to place this bet. If you do want to bet, you're a player and you want to bet, great. Don't bet on the NFL. Right. Find something else, right? Go home. You know, grab you a beer, sit down and watch the game, uh, NBA playoffs, and place your wager with a legal sports book. You're fine, right? It's like speeding, you know, isn't it? In that regard, and like a lot of the critics and people answering, barking back and whatever, you're speeding. People speed all the time, but until they get caught and get a ticket, get pulled over, and even then they don't slow down. Sure. That's the hard part, right? The enforcement after. They're making examples of guys – all the time. They just did it with Detroit. They they cut guys that day. Mm-hmm. Is it enough? No, it's not enough at this point because it's still happening. So right, until right. they get it through their heads and you mentioned speeding tickets. You ever had a speeding ticket that cost you a year of your million dollar salary, Dave? I know you make <laughs> big bucks. Uh, what? Yeah. You Have you ever got a speeding ticket? That, no. I mean, this is, this no. is costing you your career. People I've are got speeding tickets, but I never got a million dollar salary, DP. I mean, we're going to work on that together. Man, I'll help you. Underpaid. But what is, is the wrinkle to this story, the fact that he was betting on his own team? Is that the other wrinkle that makes this potentially entering into a legal realm versus anti or against NFL rules? Well, it is against state regulations for anybody involved athletes to place wagers on games that they're involved in, leagues they're involved in. So state regulations, you violate In Indiana or is that pretty much universal? Oh, in Indiana. Most states. Most states, Most states do okay. have that kind of stipulation okay. there. How often is it enforced? I don't know. If you violate a gambling regulation, are you violating the law? There's all kinds of little nuances in there, right, that, that I'm not smart enough to, to, to know. But uh, ultimately, <laughs> yeah, ultimately, if you're betting on the team that you're involved in, whether you're betting on them or against them or on a player prop that's involved in that game, that's bad. You're going to get in big trouble. And this could be probably uh, very easily could be the worst case we've heard so far out of the NFL gambling suspensions. Is the NFL doing this now because it's the summer? Would they do this in season? Like, is there ever the there's the potential of a, of a high profile player in the middle of the season getting caught and suspended for it? 
Well, we haven't had that yet. Uh, Josh Shaw was our first example. He was an Arizona Cardinals cornerback. Uh, he was on the injured reserve, and he got caught in November placing bets uh, on the NFL. He wasn't around the team at the time. Um, but, no, we haven't had anything, you know, a, a big player named that's come out during the season. So whether it takes them a while to investigate it, my understanding is this investigation was ongoing in the winter. Uh, so it probably takes them a while to make sure they get everything crossed, uh, you know, and, and so forth. So uh, that's a good question. I don't have the answer. Would the NFL uh, shut it, somebody down, a, a star player, a star quarterback, if they were found to have bet? I would think they would, uh, but we haven't seen it yet. Last one for me, DP, and then we'll throw it to Matt and we'll get you out of here. One, you look fantastic. You look like you've been playing pickleball a little bit. You're in shape. I'm working on this pickleball thing because when you come out to Vegas – um, I, I'm not ready for you. Never mind. <laughs> Who's going to win the NFC South? Because I know you, you, you know, it's in your pocket of the country and you're, you're a little biased because, you know, you're a saints guy and all this other stuff, but you covered the Falcons in the past. I'm looking at season wins. We're going to talk about it going forward, you know, coming up in the summer, in addition to this proxy service and all this other stuff that we have going on. <laughs> Who's winning the NFC South DP? Come on. Boy, it's the battle of the worst, right? I, I, I'm gonna say I just don't have any faith in my Saints anymore. This no, coaching Derek Carr, you got Derek I know we got to upgrade a quarterback. Great, yeah, uh, you know, upgrade a quarterback. Well, we lost one of our co-defensive coordinators to the Falcons. Uh, some of the coaching decisions last year, we just did not look well coached, in my opinion. With all respect to to Coach Allen, he, he, there's going to be a drop off from Sean Payton to whoever, and right. it, it was glaring to me. And so I, I'm not 100% sold on the Saints. Um, I thought the Falcons were an improved team last year. Um, I could see them making some noise. In fact, uh, you know, this division is so wide open. Uh, there's no not big differences or not a glaring favorite, in my opinion. So uh, I'm going to take the Falcons. We'll get you out here on this. We on this show have talked a lot about what has gone over, what's happened over in England with the regulations that have clamped down harshly on the gaming industry and the marketing that has gone on. Canada now is starting to take a look at this. How long are we away from, from in this country, having a really hard conversation about who can be marketed to and what type of personality is allowed to be in marketing campaigns? I think it's ongoing as we, as we speak, uh, you know, some politicians in New York have introduced uh, some step legislation to prohibit any kind of sports betting ads. Um, I think we're going to have that conversation. And from the beginning, I was a little bit always surprised at how aggressive the industry came out. The sports bets cool. came out yeah. and everything. But the only thing I think of if, Hey, I'm starting a new industry. Let's see how much we can get. And then when they come after us, Okay, we'll concede a couple of things. So it looks like you're giving up and scaling it back a little bit. So uh, I do think there's going to be some sort of backlash here in the coming years, if not this year, the next couple uh, that will scale back advertising and it will, you know, reduce the advertising and um, be a little bit of a hurdle for for the industry to to overcome. Um, I still am one that believes there's going to be some consolidation. I uh, still think we have a, a dozen or so sports books, and I think that'll get cut down significantly. You'll have massive handle, maybe smaller margins, um, and that's probably what I see in the future. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think something's uh, backlash is coming. Mm. David, thank you for the time. Really appreciate you coming you, on sir. today. You got it, guys.
That's David Pernum from ESPN joining us here on the Bostonian versus the book. Great to get him on. I got to do a couple switch of things. Where's your switch and square? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. We will. Which way are you going? We'll, 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 we'll get it. We'll, hey, we'll, we'll get it all. We'll get it all. We, Look at we, that. We, we'll get it all. Oh, wait. Wow. We got some on the wrong there, side. There we go. Here we go. Hey. All right. Now you're back. All right. Good. <laughs> No, we're we're all good. Now we're all good. Over my right shoulder, shoulder, <laughs> no where you were. Now you're good. All right. to change, to change everything up, you know, just yeah. quick things on the fly. Thank you. Sorry we didn't get a chance to promote that. That was sort of, he was supposed to come on 20 minutes later than he came on. Yeah, so, but he's he's always prepared. He's like he a Boy Scout too. He, he came on dressed up. I just up. love he's, the hat. The hat is my, like, it's just, I, I, I'm i such a sucker for that hat. I have two of them myself. I love it. It's just, it's a, I love that it's his thing. It's his catch all. Between him and crack, I can't wear those because those guys corner the market on that. I love the weirdos. I was wearing oh. those hats. Did you wear those hats to school when you were a kid? Only in the winter time. It was hard to find a thin one that you could wear. Oh, no, they're always time. wool. Yeah, they're, that, <laughs> I don't wear them in Vegas in the summertime. I only wear them. It's my winter hat in Vegas. That, that's right. what I'll wear during, yes. during the winter. Yes. But yeah, I can never wear it in the summer because one, it the the humidity of a wool hat in the oh. summer is oh. disgusting. That's I can't understand how the pro baseball players who wore wool hats and wool uniforms, how they survived playing baseball in New York and Pennsylvania and Massachusetts and you sweat a lot. What do you a mean? Lot, it's disgusting. A lot. <laughs> it's hot. A lot. It's hot, yeah. hot. No fun. Not anything really entertaining to, to do. So the hat itself, those wool newsboy hats, whatever you want to call paperboy hats, whatever you want to call them. I love those things. They're phenomenal. I yeah. I scally caps is what Boston people call them, but scally? Yeah. How do you spell That's that? S-C-A-L-L-Y. There's Scally a place Cap. in Pittsburgh called Scally's. It was a it was a golf driving range and pitch and putt par three uh-huh. course. Used to go there all the time. Man, I learned how to play golf on those things. Absolutely. As Ex- had executive to. executive courses were so fun. I love them. But you got sometimes you got some highfalutin snooty people on there. They didn't like the kids being on there, like, you know, because no. they were coming to get a quick round the nine in, right? You know, in an hour. Yep. You're out there taking three shots and hitting the balls all over. And they're like, what are you kids doing here? Learn how to play golf. Play golf. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just like you learned how to play golf, you dink. Yeah. What are you doing? Did you guys right. call people dinks, by the way? Never that- once in my life did I call a person a dink until I met Dink himself. <laughs> oh, right. And, oh. and all right, I learned man. about that expression. Uh, yeah. Well, Was that a you. thing in New England? Yeah. That's why he's called Dink. That's why he went by that name. The New York guy. Yeah, but that's why he's that's why he went by it. He, t- he told me that's why he went by it. Right. I talked to him. I, I was like, yeah, he's like, I just I thought it's funny because people call people dinks in, in my part of the country. And I just thought, you know, he just went by because of his last name. So yes. That, that was that that was that was it. It was kind of like a bleep you to the world that okay, my last name fits into this, and let's just go ahead and call people, you know. It's not a it's not a fighting word to call somebody a dink in it's the way it's not a compliment it's not a compliment <laughs> it's not like it's, it's not, not a like, fighting word but it ain't a compliment yeah it's not a compliment when you're called it. it's it's not like drop everything and go throw but it's definitely yeah. a, an insult if you wind up if you wind up getting getting called that so yeah you don't want to be called that i, no. I don't want to well, be called that home slice home slice can be two different things because the way you say home slice now is kind of like endearing but when i was growing up you called somebody home slice that was like you're a clown <laughs> That's the new clown word. Is that what Dink is as well? 
hundred percent, hundred percent. But like, I think on, in New England, calling somebody home slice was almost more insulting than calling them really. A yeah, because like a dick is like a one of our. It's like an hour word. It's it's a New England word. Uh, like home slice is sort of like something you hear from Hollywood. Like it's like a bad Belle Biv DeVoe video or something that they'll drop oh. like home slice in. So it's like, what'd you just call me? Like <laughs> it's more. I wonder of a, if like then jag off is like the Pittsburgh word. You like call that, somebody the, a jag off. Like like I I, I literally. I laugh because Jessica called you a jag off the other night on the phone. And I started laughing because I was, I, 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 don't laugh at her jokes. It was really funny. But she's saying it in an endearing way, but Is like that in, endearing, the, the way but in New England, it? that's a fighting word. Like you call somebody that in New England, like that's like, there's not anything endearing about you that. Get your hands term. up when that happens. Yes. Yeah, so you call somebody that like, that's a fighting term to call Man. somebody that like it's All worse right. than calling them an a-hole. Is to call really? them a jagoff. Yeah, oh. like you guys, oh. you guys in Pittsburgh have like made this sort of like soft and funny and like haha ribbing somebody. In New England, you call somebody that they're like, "What the hell did you just call me?" Like oh. it, it's oh. a, it's a okay. hair on the back of your neck type moment. Like stands up and you're gonna get up from a bar and be like, "We got a problem." <laughs> like it's not wow. a fun. Nice, kind, kind word okay. that you guys have turned out to I better be I laugh. careful then because I kind of throw it around a little flippantly. You do. And I laugh because I'm like, yeah. so you, said, you said the wrong person. They're going to be like, excuse me. Oh and it's, <laughs> yeah, my fighting days are done. I'm out of the ring. I'm, I don't want no title fights. I don't want no real fights. I don't want no scraps. Yeah. I don't even like to shadow box because if you get too close and you catch me with just joking, oh. then I'm going to, I'm going to come quick. Don't, by the way, you don't shadow box up against somebody else just to let you know. What do you call it when you're just <laughs> pretending to box then? Sparring. With someone. <laughs> I ain't sparring with nobody, but like the kids like to joke and they go, oh, unless, daddy, you're Peter oh, Pan, oh. unless you're Peter Pan and your shadow punches back. That's the only time you could shadow box and have something get punched back. All right. Well, the, the kids way. like to pretend like they like, you know, hit yeah, me and they can real yeah. close to where you feel the air. Right oh yeah. Nice. Face. Good. Tell them I got gloves. I, 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 I've got mitts. If they want to hit, I got mitts that we can oh, throw. I they can, they, they can throw hit. for real. So fun. Maddie can't really throw very hard yet, but it's fun to, to catch catch and play mitts with her. Let her throw. That's Get her anger out. Well, She's got a hook. Yeah. My kid's got a hook. I love it. She got the she got my left hook. Uh, she could she can throw it. I was like, hell yeah. Speaking of throwing a left hook, that's what Vegas did to Florida last night. <laughs> they threw a left hook and knocked him out. Well, Florida tried to throw a bunch of hooks back and they kept getting game misconducts. Like even my nine-year-old Kendall said, What the hell's happened at the end of that game? I can't explain that. I don't know what they were trying to do to try to send a message. Yes, they're trying to, to but, intimidate the Vegas Golden Knights, and they weren't having it. Knights played another good game last night. Another really good game. I mean, they didn't bite on any of it. None of it. Kachuk, any of the, any of, I mean, Eichel got, I mean, it turned into a fight afterwards, but Eichel could have gotten really hurt. Luckily, he did not. Topics. And it was clean, one hundred percent clean. He took that. I mean, people thought I was calling Florida dirty from that hit. No, 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 no. That hit was clean. That was a toe pick and just bad break from Jack Eichel. Lucky to be okay. It yeah. was everything else they did: the slashing, the hitting, the punching. I mean, they were closed fist punching the Golden Knights right in the face at multiple times during that game last night. Trying to get a guy going a penalty box with you. Yeah. Trying to get. Try to get them mad. Maybe they take an extra penalty. It's part of the game that 
that's unfortunate some ways, but it's also just written into the rules of the game. I mean, this is the unwritten rules or whatever. It's not in a rule book, but you know, when you get up a bunch of goals and everybody in the stands is partying and standing and they're singing and it's the Stanley Cup finals, this is for everything. So those guys on the other team got pride too, and they start doing that stuff. I was super impressed, super impressed with the Knights going. You know how we we answer this? Let's score another goal. Let's score another goal. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, we're going to put seven on you. How's that feel? So that's how you combat it. All that being they said, set you the, record, the line for game three, by the way. But they set the record, Dave, for the most goals scored in the first two games of the yes. Stanley Cup Finals ever. By a team, yes. Yeah. 1917. The NHL became yeah. a thing in 1917. Yeah. These are the first games to see five goals and seven goals being scored. 12 goals in two games. Doesn't usually happen in the first couple games at a Stanley Cup, right? You don't have blowouts like this, but that's. I told you, though, it's regular season Florida. They well, once they got down, I mean, off. The, the third goal was done. I mean, you knew they were posting up five and the, they I mean, it, Total they just up. the 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 guys Can't on the desk them. brought it up during the during the post game on TNT and said, you know, what were they doing during the layoff? Because they're half a step slow, and all they're doing they're resorting to like it's a February afternoon game. They don't look into it, and then they get frustrated and they just start taking penalties left and right. Well, it's the Cup finals. The, you know where the frustration lies is that the puck. Once it gets over the red line towards the Vegas net, they can't get it anywhere close to in between the circles. One. Mm -mm. Two, once they even remotely get close, they try to take a shot, it gets blocked. They they can't get the puck anywhere close. And then, oh, if they do, Hill is making every save. Every save and kicking. I mean, their first goal bounced off Martinez, the Vegas defenseman. Mm -hmm. It was going wide. So they had three shots in the first period, three. The momentum has been all Vegas, all downhill. Place has been rocking. All, all of that said, you saw the line for game three, did you not? I did not. Is Florida favored? Yes. Yeah, that should be. That's fine. Florida's going to win game three? They could. Yeah. And then it's game on, series on. Okay. It's minus 120. Let's call it 120. There's a couple 125s. There's nothing less than that. I would be very concerned as a Florida Panthers fan at the way the Vegas Golden Knights have performed on the road this year. They're the second best road team in hockey. Yes. Well, that's going to Florida is not going to be a problem. And they better figure out what's up with Bobrovsky because regular season Bob is back. Well, the, the book is out, Shoot It High Blocker. We were talking about it a little bit last night. I was talking about it on Sports Grid. So you can see it. They they know either this is what he does or this is what he's doing. Mm-hmm. But he's going down to, like, see through the traffic quick. So they're going over that shoulder. And once you know that on the bench, you're just – I mean, you tell everybody, just shoot it high blocker, high blocker, high blocker. And when it keeps going in, when they pulled him, He's starting game three. Let's put that to bed. Okay. Bobrovsky start. I think so. No, Alex you want to start him? Alex Lyons started game one of the uh, against the Boston Bruins. Alex Lyon came in and started big games 
in the series against Toronto. I I'm not going to put a past Florida to, to bench to Bobrovsky. make the goalie switch. Wow. To, to bench Bobrovsky. It's, it's, it won't shock me in the least of uh, Alex Lyon. They believe in the kid. They like him a lot. I think they start Bobrovsky again. I hope they do. Please do. Yes. I did not. I'm going to look right now. Um, did you see the total for game three? Is it finally six? It is finally six. Yeah. It makes sense. Cause if it's play, cause regular season, Bob is back and everybody knows it. And everyone's going to bet over because this is what, this is what it is. Well, ironically, before the game yesterday, Bobrovsky was the uh, odds-on favorite to win. Which was wrong. <laughs> which we kept saying. Yeah, was wrong. I kept saying, uh, this. I would give it to Kachuk if Florida yes. wins. I don't yes. think I would give it to Bobrovsky. And Marsha so now is. That's the guy, right? With, he was 10-1 to one before, the, before the cup finals began. Yeah, he's minus 105 right now. I hit refresh. Aiden Hill second, 4-1. to one. Eichel 6-1. to one. Stone 10-1. to one. Then Bobrovsky and Kachuk both at 13 to one. So, um, wow. What's that tell you? That tells me that the book is really thinks that the, the series Knights is over. The series <laughs> is over. That sounds like, you know, uh, a Knights fan like Jordan one star Gorov would say series is over. The problem P roll. And we were tweeting about this last night. I saw you chime in with a couple of our friends, Furman and mm-hmm. vital Vegas and all this stuff. Where are they going to have the parade? Can we really, are we supposed to talk about this right now? Well, I mean, they're planning the parade already. I, 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 I feel like if we talk about this in Florida wins, then we're going to look really dumb. We were, <laughs> we were talking about the parade <laughs> and Florida comes back and wins, you know, in game seven, Florida wins. And then this clip goes viral about two guys in Vegas talking about the parade when Vegas was up to nothing. Are they going to be mad at us if we do that? Yeah. Vegas fans might Vegas be. Fans I don't know. Be mad at us? I, I'll don't just know. say this. If Vegas is going to win, and I'm not saying they're going to, it's minus 550. So the books are telling you they think it's going to, but if it doesn't, I could see Florida. I don't think they're dead, but if they do have it, I think the perfect place is to have it. And it's going to bother the properties because the properties want everyone down on the strip, but the Knights have been a Vegas local team. The Knights practice in Summerlin. There's a outdoor walking mall called downtown Summerlin. That is adjacent to the ballpark where the AAA aviators play right. and right next door to where the team practices. A lot of the guys live in Summerlin for that reason. Have it shut down downtown Summerlin, have the parade in there, have it end at the ballpark, and you can accommodate at least 15,000 in the park. And then you can accommodate probably 10 or 12,000 outside the park along the route of downtown Summerlin. And that's pretty much what I think you're going to see. I don't know how how many people do you think are going to show up? 100,000, 200,000 for the parade? I mean, uh, maybe. And, and by more? the way, everybody needs to, don't tweet because you're going to get a lot of hate. Don't tweet. The Golden Knights are the first Vegas pro sports team to ever win a championship. Oh boy. You're going to get blowback fast. You might not consider the WNBA anything. You might think the, the WNBA is a joke, but the Aces won the WNBA championship last year. And there's a lot of really passionate people that get very mad in this town. When you, if you say the Knights were the first team to win, it's got to be of the big four. Then you can cat, you know, catch it with that. But I've seen that all over Twitter. Even Asia Wilson got involved with it and oh, responded to somebody. Asia. She yeah. came after. She came after Mo. Mo tweeted something. Tagged the Cash Consideration Show. She came after Mo. So I was like, "Wow, that's just, just don't play." FYI, she's she's yeah. not playing around. So you got to no. be a little careful of that as to what you say about it. But 
the strip is where everyone wants it to happen. But in case you don't realize, if you guys are coming in on Thursday, you're going to thank us for having our event, our event yeah, downtown. That was my point. I was going <laughs> to try to lead into that. Like we're, this is the traffic report portion of the show. The strip is a mess right now. It's it, there's traffic everywhere. I did single lane, by the morning. way, single lane all over just the strip itself is bad enough, but some of the streets going in out the, the Tropicana overpass is a mess. Nothing. Yeah. So yes, for you guys coming in, it is a mess. And, and like, you know, Teddy on edge of talk this morning was like, Dave, there's cones everywhere in this city right now. It is all over. So they're getting everything prepared for the race in November. That means it's going to be kind of a mess right now and going forward. So, yeah, I was just kind of kidding about planning the parade because I think I think Florida's going to win game three. I thought they were going to win either game one or two. They did not. I'm not positive they win game three. See, I'm, not, I'm not betting three. it. Yeah. I'm not betting it. Not well, with goaltending problems. I'm not betting it. No way. I, I, well, I mean, that's. I'm, I'll be interested to see who they start. Mm-hmm. I think if they start – um, Hill, they're in a bit of a panic mode. Maybe not. I mean, Lion, you mean? Lion, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. Lion. I think they are in a bit of a panic mode. See, I don't I mean, think so. If you lose, you lose, you lose. Like, you lose 7 2, you lose. That's still one loss. That's yeah, but the way you, we were. But you react, lost in no? two different ways. Game one, you lost because you lost your cool in the third period. Power plays gave the game to Vegas. Game two, you just got outplayed. In every facet, get outplayed. Yeah, game two definitely put more of the seed of doubt uh, in your head. Because Florida pushed around. Like the, the the thing that got that caught Boston off off card, in my opinion, is that Florida brought an intensity that the Bruins couldn't match. They were so physical, they were so aggressive that Boston just didn't have it because they had not played that level of hockey all year. They couldn't match it. They couldn't get to that game seven where they were, you know, stopping. They couldn't play their game. Florida made them play their game. And then against Toronto, I just don't think Toronto was very good. And so Florida was hot and they were riding it and they rolled through these teams. But Vegas has the blue line and the size. Petrangelo is like, go ahead. What are you going to do? They, they're blocking every shot. They're frustrating them like really crazy. Shots. Oh, man. And whatever Kachuk does to get under someone's skin, they're just like, we don't care. Like do whatever you got to do, man. We're good. Eichel got up, went right to the to the room, got good, came back, had an assist on a goal. Right. I mean, Jack Eichel is, this is amazing. He is com- completely, in my opinion, controlling Vegas's offense without scoring any goals. That's incredible to be able to do that as a passer to dictate tempo and to set your teammates up and be the guy that runs everything and stirs the drink without being a goal scorer. Yeah, that's the game. That that's that's pretty common, actually. That's that's you see that that was building late in the season. Can you win the cons Mike without scoring a goal? No, he's not going to win a cons Mike. Oh, I don't know about that. He's not going to win a cons Mike. Marshall uh, Show is going to keep scoring goals. Marshall Show is going to win the cons Mike if the Knights win. You think he he scored 12 goals in 12 games? You think he's going to keep this pace up? Marsha Show is the odds on favorite. Marsha Show he is, is but I think win. he cools off. I, and, I think Florida takes him out. I think Florida's going to going to going to really concentrate. Listen, if Hill gets a shutout on the road, he'll he's and not gets shutting, hyped, He's not shutting out Florida in this series. I'd be stunned. Anything can happen. It that's, can, that's, but this is he's good for two goals a game. Okay, that's what that's what he's good for. He'll go up two a game. 
which is good. You can win a cup with a guy giving up two goals. Right. Guys, put in your right now in the chat, put in your uh, Conn Smythe winner right now for Vegas. I told you before the series, Jack Eichel, the, in the cup, if, if he controls pace, Eichel, Jack Eichel. I've Marsha show. Yep. Uh, Hill's now the second choice. Pick a guy. It's not Carlson. He's not. It's, he's mm-hmm. kind of fallen back. So Stone is the other one. Um, he's such a goofy guy. Win. Stone is such a goof. I love him. He's the best. He's, he's such a goof. Best. Um, his post one of the shout out. Awesome. A guy named Eric, uh, a okay. friend of Winning Las Vegas. All right. He's uh, he's fighting some cancer right now. Yeah, and he's coming into stuff. the show. And apparently, yes, she's going to bring him to the live show to get him out and hang out with guys and girls and whatever. So. Uh, one of the shout out, Eric, wish you the best and looking forward to see you on Thursday. I mean, make sure you leave early, though, because the traffic apparently is bad down by the strip. Wow. So John Kincaid just retweeted our video. Yes. To all of his followers. My man, John Kincaid. Okay. He's got 55,000 followers in the current. The guy's currently fighting colon cancer. I mean, he's just had colon cancer surgery to remove part of his colon. He's on yeah. he's on leave right now from his show in Philadelphia. Man, thank you. Okay, I want to do it on the show and off the show. I'll do it, but really, really nice of you to do that. He said, "Watch this if you're not in Vegas and want to get involved with the super contest or other activities. These are your guys. Great work, guys. I think I'm taking the leap this year. Kincaid might be coming out, John." I tell you, depending on the time of day, we'll come pick you up, make you get a nice yeah. ride to wherever you're going. You don't have to bring the cigars. Just come with yourself. The money yeah. will make the process as easy and as smooth as possible for you. And then you're in action all season. I mean, this is how it's going to happen. These are the things that are going to happen. No matter what Mrs. Kinsig tries <laughs> to, to say and do, she says, and they say, we're going to win. It's going to be okay. It's going to work. Gonna win. That's great. We're going to win. All right. It would be yes. phenomenal. No, you're going to be so happy <laughs> if you can win that, that fight. Okay. So the other major story out today, besides the NFL players betting, Holy crap, the PGA tour and live golf will merge and become a monopoly. There is a lot of people out right now who are looking extremely stupid and Jay Monahan is the leader of the clown parade today. Oh, this is, this is one of the most integrity is what you do when no one's watching. If you're going to stand, if you're going to stand and tell all of these players that you should not go to live golf mm-hmm. because there's blood on the hands of Saudi Arabian princes who funded 9 11. Yeah. Don't take the millions of dollars because there's a principle at play. Yeah. And then you take the money? Bro, like you know, like I uh, look. Uh, it's a it's one of the worst looks I've ever seen in sports, to be honest. I mean, the more that I think about it, the more angry I get and the more sick I become from the whole thing. Like you told players that loyalty mattered, right? That holding strong and oh. working for a PGA tour to build yeah. the tour. Right. That, that was what you were supposed to have been doing. Don't take the money and run. Don't play golf overseas. Play here. 
play yeah. w- with the courses and the and the people that have built you up. Tiger Woods stood up there and said, look at those golfers can go do whatever they want, but they want easy golf and easy money. And a lot of golfers were like, yeah, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with easy work and easy money? Oh, it's where it's coming from. Okay. That's a problem. Now what's the problem? <laughs> Cause you took the money, Jay. Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't understand like how you allow the PGA tour players to find out on Twitter today. That this happened? This is a big problem. A lot of them had to find out on social media or just someone like calling them. Did you hear? Did you hear what just happened? Well, no, we were we were just where where were we last week? We were in uh we're going to supposed to go to Canada this week. Where were we last week? I don't I forget where it was, Fort Worth down in Texas. Yeah. All the South Bar, whatever it is. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what the hell's happening? I don't know. I'd be furious. I'd be so incredibly angry at all of this. If I was somebody who my livelihood depended upon this, I was told to stay loyal. I was told to keep building here in America, an American made tour. And then you take over a monopoly and look at this. We're all talking about PGA tour officials getting in bed with Liv. Liv had to punt. Let's be perfectly fair here, okay? Liv was hemorrhaging money. Liv wasn't going to make it, okay? Liv had spent a ton of money out. They looked at the bottom line. The returns weren't there. The TV ratings weren't there. No one was paying attention to it, but they have Brooks Kepka, who just won the PGA. They have Phil Mickelson, who was competitive at the, at the Masters. They've got big-name golfers, and it was time to bury the hatchet. But the problem is, <laughs> it was time to get off and move off of it. But the problem is, the PGA Tour tried to be all high and mighty for so long. And they held themselves above them, those people that were, you know, financing the murdering of journalists and everything else. And you just jumped into bed with a mem- with a, a tweet, basically. Oh, yeah, by the way, here's what we're doing now. What? <laughs> I mean, it's actually, it's good for Jay Monahan. It's good for people involved with the PGA Tour in terms of having a, a monopoly. I'm not sold that it's great for the game of golf to have one entity control at all. Um, you, piss, you piss off the PGA, you piss off this new whatever it's going to be called, and like, where do you go play golf? Right. <laughs> <sighs> it's one of those things, P-Roll. I've been in a lot of places in my life, work for a lot of people. Got three kids, wife, 19 years. We just celebrated last week. Put it on the log, 12, 18. It's a lot of people full of shit, okay? And you need to question everything, even the people that might be paying you. And you got to wonder sometimes, wait a second, why are you telling me this? Like, hold on. I got a guy that's going to give me millions. Everybody was making fun of Phil Mickelson not that long ago. So they still are making, they're still making fun of Phil Mickelson. But for different that's reasons. fine. That mustache, I don't know what he's doing with The mustache, mustache, the weight loss, the, the, the hair. He the, looks good the, with the, the weight outfits. loss, but the mustache is not, I don't, I don't know. know. It's not working. The glasses, the glasses. The slicked back look. I don't know. He's going full mobster. He is, and that's fine. But, uh, um, Sometimes you have to do what's best for you Mm -hmm. and the people in your life. 
Those guys took that money. I hope there's a real big um, circle back for a lot of the guys that went through whatever they went through. And, you know, and the guys that held true, listen, you made the best decision you could with the information you had at the time. Right. Nice job. There you go. Bill D yeah. is happy with us right now. <laughs> We're still in Bill D's lines like crazy. That's great. <laughs> well, sometimes you look tell back. Bach that, by the way, when, 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 when Bach comes to sign up for the contest, tell Bach that line, he'll laugh. Which, by the way, I'm getting text right now. This is so cool that you guys are starting a proxy business. My phone is buzzing. I apologize for those of you. I'm trying to keep no, it away from fine. the, the microphone. Good. But it's like, oh, great idea. Oh, we're doing it with you. Oh, but okay, I'm doing the show. Please, right now. <laughs> um, You were texting me, and then we spoke early this morning. You're like, we were on the phone when it started to happen. And you're like, oh, my God, this yeah. is this is blowing up Twitter right now. This is blowing up social media right now. Is it a bigger story than golf? Oh yeah. Right now it is. Yes. It right? won't be, it won't be tomorrow, but today it is. Yes. Today it's like nightly news type story. Like it's a national story. Right. Because of all of the, what it means. Like, I mean, if if you, I mean, somebody may on the golf channel, I think Gabe was tweeting about this and I put it on for a second. The golf channel was talking about the fact that there could be some, some legal action taken in America. By who? This is a monopoly. This uh, is the end. Remember the PGA tour has a 501 C tax exempt status with the IRS. Oh, it always comes to the lawyers and the taxes. Oh boy. Okay. Yep. So yep. if you have a monopoly on something that somebody could challenge the 501c status of the PGA tour and say, this is not something that should be tax exempt. And that would change everything. Cause that's how the PGA tour built their war chest. They don't pay taxes on it. Mm. So that's the, that's the one little hook that I don't think it would kill the deal, but there could be some changes coming to the PGA tour for that reason. Mm. People are mad, like mad, mad about this. All right. Omaha Steak Searing Hot Take of the Day. We'll get to the new offer. There's a brand new Father's Day offer out just before the show that you guys want to hear about. If you've not bought the meat yet, you're going to want to hear about this here in just one you second. You didn't even tell me this yet. I did not, but this is a good what new. What the hell's it's, going it's on around here? I got the literally the email from our friends at Omaha Steaks one minute prior to airtime. Really? Golfer right, Dylan Wu. Tell me why Jay Monahan basically got a promotion to CEO of all golf in the world by going back on everything he said the past two years. I guess money always wins. Money always wins, don't it? <laughs> I mean, this is, these guys are mad and they have a right to be mad at what the PGA Tour did. Sit them down. Like you need to, like if you're going to do this, you need to get everybody in on a call, on a conference call, on a Zoom call, in a room, whatever, go to a tournament, whatever you do, sit them all down. Walk them through what you just did. Explain what you're going to do. Guys, here are the economics. Here's the outlook. Here's what you will make. If we do this, it will improve X, Y, and Z for you. Here's what, because he did it. If you remember, they did that circle, come to Jesus type of thing. When Liv was going on, Monahan sat them all down to say why they should not go to live golf. Now, when they join forces, he does it via the internet. And these guys are finding out 
just on their own Twitter accounts saying like, wait, what is going on? They have a right to be furious at the PGA tour for what has happened here. And they're all independent contractors. That's the other problem. These guys are all on their own. So like, there's no owner, there's no GM, there's no commissioner to go and talk to about all this. Doesn't that make it harder then to do what you're saying to get everybody together? Because everybody's on our own same page. They are, but at least make an an effort to do it. At least say you, Jay Monahan is not even acknowledging the hypocrisy of what he has done. Like he's just doing it in a clandestine, quiet move. Like, by the way, we're going to go ahead and join with Liv. Like, like he, just, he doesn't want to tell anybody. Like, like, how do you do that? Like, how in the world, with a straight face, do you go now to a PGA Tour event and be like, yep, I'm your commissioner. Here I am. <laughs> it's not an easy job. That's But not you have to job, communicate have with people. To- you got to tell them what you're doing. You stood there on national TV and said, don't go to live golf because there's 9-11 people that are involved here. He literally accused live the live golf tour of de facto funding the single worst terrorist attack on the history of this country. If you do that, your principles have got to mean something for this. You have to, it's you show yourself so much in life in these moments. Mm. Like what do you really care about? What really matters? Cause you'll use whatever tool is at your disposal to get to the end result that you want. And right. the end result was money at the end of the day. That's money. all it was. So you'd use 9-11, you'll use loyalty, you'll use integrity, you use all these different things to make sure you keep the money going. But then when the money becomes so great, integrity gone, loyalty gone, 9-11 gone. Don't you worry about all that stuff. Guys, we got the money. Well, who got the money? Well, the PGA Tour did. Does that help me as a golfer? Well, no, it just means your There's- purses will stay big. Listen, there's no choice in the matter a lot of times for that guy that has to do that, the commissioner. I mean, do you think Adele has the ability to say no to the owners and whatever he's doing? And like the commissioners, what commissioner is liked in any sport? Not, but different structure. There are no owners in the PGA. It's not like that. The players are the owners, are they not? In a way, yes. In a roundabout sort of way, yes. It's a PGA Golf Association, you know, the Professional Golfers Association. So it's all wrapped in one. And Live Golf gets a seat at that table now. That's what they wanted. Live Live Golf now gets a chance to sit at the table and help talk about the direction of golf. Such a crazy story. It's just... It's it's so wacko. I mean, really, when you go down deep into it, like at... First glance, it's like, okay, who cares? You start digging down deep and start realizing what actually went on and how this came to be and what they're doing. It's like, how and you how are you guys even walking around right now and not like at a bar six feet under, drunk? What did you do? Yeah. You sold your soul. I mean, somebody went to them. I, I, if we ever find out the story, how this even came about, because they were just bad rapping each other. What? I mean, it wasn't that long ago that they had Rory going up there and saying stuff. And remember six weeks ago, Rory McIlroy stopped talking about live. He was, he said, I can't talk about live anymore. Six weeks. That was the first like ding right before the masters. They asked him. It was right before the masters. That was six weeks ago. Wow. This stuff's flying by. It's right. It's June 6th. Holy. So he he was told, shut up. (laughs) Somebody told him to shut up. This was going on behind yeah, the scenes. Man. These talks were going on. Stop talking about live. Stop bad mouthing live. And Rory was like, I can't talk about live anymore. And we, everyone's like, wait, what? Why can't you talk about live anymore? You were the most outspoken person. Yeah, I can't talk about live anymore. 
CBW just came in and said Greg Norman's doing a victory dance. Is he though? I don't know. Live did not live one in a way. The PGA for how bad the PGA tour looks, it doesn't make live look that on the other side, like the other, other side of the coin to me, I'm not saying Greg Norman won or Phil Mickelson won. I don't feel like live won all because live had to acknowledge they couldn't make it on their own. So right. live had to acknowledge that they were They were headed down a path that they were going to be irrelevant soon. I mean, their ratings on CW were nothing. Nobody was watching those. Well, now with this coming out like this, I mean, they just had to prove that they could get on TV. They weren't even trying to get anybody to watch. They were probably saying to the PGA, we're going to get on TV. No, you're not. Yes, we are. We're on CW. Whoa. They said they were going to get on TV. Then they did. Said they were going to fly these guys all over the place and pay them this gigantic money. They did. They yep. got their own jets. They're showing them. You're putting it all out there via social media and all this other stuff. It was, I mean, when you look at it, it probably there's probably there's calculated moves behind all of it. I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, those chess being played on both losers, sides. Like it's Not, complete. Like I only can't one, believe only one today. side, only one side stood up there and said, "Those guys are the devil. Don't go take the devil's money." That's this is not. I don't think Live looks good on this. It's the PGA Tour looks horrible on this. Oh yeah, for sure. But they so, look like, horrible a little bit to begin with. Like I don't know sort of, any sort of like alternate league. The current league don't want no competition. No, remember I mean, when the USFL in. was actually a thing, not this version, but the other version. What did the NFL do? And if I went and bought them off right, <laughs> and took, took, took them over, said, okay, we don't want comp, which could have been the play all along. Cause now the Saudis are going to be able to go and do other things. Cause the whole point it's why they were buying European soccer teams. Now they'll live golf. And this is where people who are really anti the, the money over there and what they, and how they got the money over there and what they fund over there is that it gives them, they're calling it whitewashing. They're whitewashing their money. They're just going ahead and allowing people to then turn around and use it in other ways to buy potentially a pro football team here in America or to buy a pro basketball team here in America, which right now would never be allowed. Good question from the chat. Um, TJ Harego. Is it a total bluff? Would they have run out of money? He didn't ask the question. He said that's what would have happened. I'm asking you that question. They never would. Look, they they would have never run out of money because the Saudis never run out of money. (laughs) Okay, this is they have more money than than I mean, like air air over there. It's it's they'll never run out of money. But the the venture was not working. It was dying. Mm. But Mm. to have it go to however long it was going to take. They signed Phil to a 10-year deal. <laughs> like they could just go and keep funding it and having Phil play in front of nobody and Phil's making $200 million. What does he care? Right. So that I think that's the PGA Tour made a calculation that now is the time before Liv gets really far damaged. And Brooks just won the PGA, and Phil is still in his prime per se, or golf. He's still competitive, I'll say. Right. You can then get those guys, get those big names, the Cam Smiths of the world, who is in his prime, get those kids to come back and play on the PGA Tour, and then everyone's in the majors. Everyone's playing in the same thing. That's the calculation, I think, is just to bury the hatchet, calm it down, stop the fights, and the litigation. Because that was the other part of this, is that 
the live golf tour kept on losing in court over and over and over again. Mm. PGA tour kept on winning. So now they put down a rival league. They get their guys back and their integrity is gone in the process. They traded right. it for that. Uh, we'll see how that plays out, whether that was worth it or not. I don't know. Uh, bad, bad, bad. All right, guys, we have a brand new offer from our friends at Omaha Steaks. Right now, the First dad's one. favorite gift package how is, this? is just $99.99. Oh. If you buy it, you, they will throw in eight Omaha Steak Burgers for free. All right? You're getting four bacon-wrapped fillets. You're getting four chicken breasts. You're getting four boneless pork chops. You're getting four jumbo franks. You're getting four caramel apple tartlets and a really cool Omaha seasoning jar that I use on all sorts of stuff. It's actually really, really, really good. You get all that plus eight free Omaha steak burgers for $100. You're saving over 60% of what you would get for this here on the Father's Day gift package available right now by using the promo code BVB. Go to omahasteaks.com to get this offer. Enter in the code BVB into the search bar and you will get this, the dad's favorite gift package for just $99.99. In addition, they'll throw in eight Omaha steak burgers for free for using the promo code BVB. Father's Day gift package available right now. Code is BVB at OmahaSteaks.com. That's a ton of food, by the way. It's a lot of meat, people. That's buy the meat. A lot of food. Buy the meat for somebody that wants to eat the meat and oh. cook the meat and all that other stuff. It comes right to the house. Chef Benny, did you see Chef Benny? He got a haul. Thank you, my friend. Chef wow. Benny put it out on Twitter. We appreciate that. He tagged BVB Brigade. Thank you very much. You yeah. put that on there. Obviously, that you know, the show account will retweet it, we'll get it out. We appreciate that. Um, he said the aliens like to meet. I mean, every I mean, so, <laughs> uh, did you see that? Like, the aliens, we got a phenomenal yesterday. email this morning from a listener that was that, that's great <laughs> about my the daughter aliens. and I had about a 30 minute discussion about aliens yesterday. Little oh, wow. Kendall. Where did she think? She says, did, well, she came exist? in the chat and said we sounded like clowns. She said, There's you guys are talking about aliens. Like, okay. Yeah, we talk about a lot of things on the show. Why can't we talk about aliens? What's wrong with that? I don't know. I she doesn't like aliens. Not Kendall approved. Okay. Not Kendall oh. approved, but she said there's no aliens either. And I said, I think there are. So, you know, she didn't huh. like oh, whatever. Interesting. When, when will it be curtains for the meat deal? That's Robert Camp. Todd, I'm going to see you here in 48 hours. I can smack you. 48 hours. I can smack you upside the head. I can smack you upside the head. I have hours. a feeling. How tall do you think Bromwell Camp is? I think I know. I've met him before. I should know. He's tall, I believe. I believe he's about a 6'2. I think that's right. I forget. Yeah, he looked like a big dude. We're I don't think have... I've been in the same room as Bromwell Camp for like 20 years, though. It's been a while. Really? Yeah. All right. It's been a long time. It's been a I long time. I, I think I can't remember if I asked him that or not, but Bromel Camp will be in the cabana next to us, right? We're in cabana four. I think it's two down. Oh, he's yeah. in two? All right. Well, either way, he's right there next to us. He's going to come on our show. Hopefully, he'll let us come on his because we're doing ours first and then he's doing it later. Oh, he's doing a whole, like, fantasy football thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're supposed to go over there and draft in that, too, so that'll be fun. We'll have a discussion about that. We'll, we'll talk about all that. But, yeah, guys, man. if you're coming – Bromel Camp will be there. A bunch of you will be there. I can't wait, man. I'm already 
like we did a little test thing last night that was good ease all over it and this is this is gonna it's all coming together p roll we got a proxy service now to recommend we'll walk people down to the book sign them up a proxy service right it's going to be fantastic. I can't wait. So we have talked about the A's moving to Vegas a lot. It had two yeah, different. I've been pushing back and saying, hold you on. Have. It ain't happening. You have. You have. Two different plots of land that were thought to be the places where the gold, where the Vegas A's were going to exist. Yeah. First pot didn't work with the folks at Red Rock fell through. Second with Bally's at the side of the Tropicana went as far as the Tropicana to issue pink slips to every employee. Tell them that they're going to close because of this thing. Thank you for your service. We appreciate it, but we are going to close at some point in the very near future. And essentially you're out of luck. You got to find a new job. You ever work for a place that was, you were told it was going to close and stay. No, I've I've been told I'm out when a thing's been sold. I've never been told that it's closing, like going okay. out of business. I've never worked for. Oh yeah, like that, no. it's a it's a torturous process. But go ahead, continue, sir. So the A's had a bill that was up for vote and debate here in the state legislature, which ended last night at midnight. The right. bill never got out of committee. Did not. So now. In order for the bill to be voted on, the governor has to call a special session. He did say this morning that he is going to call the special session, but he has not stated yet exactly what is going to be in that debate conversation in the session. It could be this bill, but it might not be because there's a couple other really big bill bills, not to get local politicky with Nevada, but there's a couple of really big funding bills that have not been voted on that people want decided way before whether baseball is going to come to Nevada to play in Las Vegas. Okay. Does this happen? Does this feel like it's happening to you? Cause now I'm on your side of the fence, I believe. Yeah. I'm still, I'm sticking on. No, I don't know what the end game is. The only, end, like the, the only all... end game is the A's just finally shut up and pay for the whole thing themselves. That's, That's the end game. And still move here. And still move here, which they can. They're getting the property for nothing. Okay. They're paying for the entire ballpark themselves. They want about $350 million of taxpayer funded help to do other things with infrastructure and roads and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Pay for it all yourself. Yeah. Do you want to move? The They're getting the roads fixed now for this F1. So they ain't got to worry about the roads at all. No, they, yeah, they do. They got to worry about the ins and the outs. Where are people parking? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't really worry about that when they built Allegiant. They just That's built true. it. <laughs> but now people, what happens when they have an Allegiant game and a baseball game at the same time and a T-Mobile game or concert at the same time? How do you make that noise when you do like <laughs> I, that? I, I, I don't even want to think about that. I still, I, um, the, the stress level of even thinking about going near that part of the city on that time. If there's a, day game and a night game or an A's game and a night's game, a Raider game and an A's game. Look out. I don't want to think about that right now. That's the problem. They they actually do need to have some type of there has to be something but I still, I'm still I'm still on the no. Like I just, from the people that I've listened to, people that I talk to and the people that um, are diving a lot deeper into this, the political side of it and all this other stuff. 
I just don't think it's going to happen. But I think the result of it is going to be an expansion team. I think they're doing all this to go through the motions. I'm going to try to rescue and get Oakland out of there at some point. That owner, but here's okay. I can leave, but I think I don't. I, I still don't think enough people want to make that commitment to to that team. So here's the interesting part that came out yesterday. Adam Silver has floated seven cities for expansion in 2024 for the NBA. Seven. Yeah, and you know what the leading favorite when USA Today has put the odds for Las Vegas to get a team? Wait a second. USA Today's doing odds or they're just yep. making fictitious odds? It's fictitious odds, but they have the Vegas market as minus 1,000 to get one of the two expansion teams. It's happening. Okay, well, here's the problem. Oh, you, you need have a any- baseball team here before a basketball team. You don't want If to be MLB last? waits, they're dead. If MLB wants to expand... They're not going to expand that fast. Like you can't build an expand. Like you can't have an expansion team and not have a place to play. You can play. <laughs> you can play a T-Mobile Arena. You're just going to move them and play them at the minor league ballpark. I mean, where are you building the ballpark? How are you building the ballpark? Who's funding it? Who's the owner? Like, there's a lot of things that have to go into play. We know LeBron James wants to be involved in the Vegas market. We know LeBron James wants to put money up. Brady will put money up. Like they'll have a star studded powerhouse. Marky Mark will put money Mark, up. Mark, Marky too. Mark will. Oh, NBA sells in Vegas. NBA works in Vegas. NBA will crush in Vegas. It'll be the fact the NBA hasn't done it. It's kind of like what we've said with the proxy service. We're going to look back and go, why didn't we do that earlier? The NBA is going to come here and go, why didn't we go there earlier? Baseball, different story. Definitely different story. It's not more the expensive, NBA. not needed. The hype's not there. The NBA works. Look at the WNBA. That's working here. You want to talk about basketball? UNLV basketball, the history, the summer league. It works. We are a basketball first community. Before even football, we're a basketball first community. So it's a race now? Yes, 100 to me, it's a race. This dragging of the feet and the problems for the A's is only speeding up what I think the NBA is looking at going, okay, if this doesn't go through, let's not sit on our hands here. Let's go get the market. Let's go get Vegas. Oh, Cause man. Seattle wants a team desperately and they're set up as well. The Kraken have done so well. You put the supersonics back up there and it works. Right. Two Western conference teams comes over. You right. take two of the more Western Eastern teams, if you will, like new Orleans, you put them in the East, take somebody else, put them in the East and it works. You know, would this work if if we started another division of, of the brigade services? BTS, the brigade transportation services, JC no. from KC just came in and said he wants to do that. Or Addison said BPS, brigade parking services. Like we'll put people in spots and stuff. I'll run a parking lot. I've done that in the past. We can help people. If we get a team, we're going to get, I think we're going to buy a parking lot. That's a good idea. Because parking lots never can always get people to park. I got guys in Pittsburgh that run parking lots. They do pretty well. So I don't know, man, like this is, I don't think the, 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 the graphic said, did the A's move to Vegas die last night? I don't think it died. I agree. 
but man, it's on life support. Like clear, we're putting the paddles on and like, cause this was the pushback that said, hold on. People don't Why want don't it. You just pay for it. Well, here's the problem. One, the A's suck. Okay. The A's are so bad. They're having a historical horrific year. More on that in a second. But the idea of moving a pro baseball team that is really bad and you stand up there with a straight face and you say, we're going to average 28,000 a night. Yeah, man. People are like, um, cause remember when they were doing the sales job on Allegiant, they were saying that they were going to be upwards of 90 events a year at Allegiant. Not they just ca- football games. Not just football. They counted an MLS schedule. That never materialized. Okay. In Allegiant? Yes. It was supposed to host a major league soccer team. Never materialized. It's a big building for an MLS team, but go ahead. No, they play at football stadiums all the time. But yes, I agree. They would would build a soccer-only facility. But that's why I went to San Diego. San Diego's building a soccer-only facility. So MLS went to San Diego, not going to Las Vegas. And one of the few times Vegas missed out on on a team that they wanted. But they were talking about all these different things they were going to put into Allegiant. And so far, look, the attendance has been so good and the room rates have been so high that the taxes are fine and we're paying for the for the stadium no sweat. We're in right. a surplus for paying for the stadium with the 1% tax room tax. But it's really problematic when you start talking about what will be in the ballpark. And you say to somebody, well, we think that there'll be 81 home games and 28,000 people will go at night. And when you're looking at the team, Anyone. even the most l- dumb sports fan who knows nothing about sports goes, time out. What do you average now? 2,000. 2,000? Right. And you're telling me you're going to do, you know, what? Like 14 times more here in Vegas? Well, yeah, because the team will be better. And Well, why? Why will the team be better? Well, we're going to spend more. And we'll, so, how do you know that? We don't, but we're going to hope to do it. Okay. It's two, it's two point. Almost two point three million dollars or two point three million fans that they would draw. Correct. Go yes, look at the annual attendance for MLB. If any, yes. th- like drawing over two million fans, other than for a couple major markets, is above the league average. Correct. No, like I, we, we did this. Twenty eight thousand a night is the league average. That is right at fifteen. That is right where. They went, all they did was they went to the high and the low and they took the median, went in, in between the middle and said, that's what we're going to say. We're going to average. Like they didn't just come up with that 28,000 a night number of the 30,000 seats, by the way, which means they're going to be near capacity every night, which is not happening. It doesn't work. There's 41 home games with the NBA. There's more star power. The Lakers, the Suns, the Clippers, the Warriors, the the trailblazers, the jazz, like Vegas is perfectly situated to have an NBA franchise with natural rivals that people want to go and watch and want to, to spend their money to go see. Right. We don't, I mean, I'm right back to it. Baseball is a failure here in Vegas. NBA basketball is a absolute. Man, you were slam. already moving the team in. I was. I thought, I thought once we got to this point where we started to see pink slips giving out to the trop people, I thought it was done. I was already in the, 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 the horses, you know, the hay was in the barn. It was done. Yeah. Not, no, I mean, not even close people in Carson city are pushing back hard on this. And the A's are right back to the same spot. Hey, well, guess what guys? Nobody wants you. Nobody wants you. You were an unwanted commodity. You're a baseball team. And that's great. What? 
Now what? Now they play in that. I mean, now they get moved to either a Sacramento, a Salt Lake City, Portland. Yeah. I mean, Sacramento would be a really, you keep it in California. You give them a team to go up against, you know, you're not moving them too far. You're moving them, but not moving them too far. Allegedly, the, the A's feel like Sacramento would be them tucking their tail and leaving the Bay Area, like massive defeat where the Raiders rode out on like a white horse going to Las Vegas. And, you know, everybody was like, oh my gosh, look at the Raiders. Once just they did. leave, they don't care. San Diego, you know, the Chargers left and they said, see ya, you're bye-bye. Like, but, but think about it though. Oakland's they went to LA. They went up. Same thing coming to Vegas. They went up. Brand $2 billion stadium in LA. $2 billion stadium in Las Vegas. Like to go from Oakland to Sacramento is like just from a geography standpoint, people have said that the A's won't stomach that. They can't right. handle it. Yeah. Portland, same thing. It it looks like a loss. It looks like they and billionaires don't like to look like they lose. The boys and girls are talking in the chat to each other. This is outstanding. They're all finding out about. They're all trying to come up with more services for what? the brigade. There's a. I mean, one star just went in there and said, "Brigade music services. If anyone in the brigade needs to promote music, you got a guy." I mean, this is incredible. What's happening? And Mikey Awesome and him are talking right now. They're going to be sitting talking next to each other on Thursday and Friday live at the Circa at the show. We're doing. I wonder. So I can't wait to see us talking and doing the show and trying to keep an eye on the chat while they're right in front of us or walking around behind us or we have them on. If they're actually paying attention, they're not going to be, nor should they be. I want them on vacation. Take their time. Enjoy it. Don't worry about us. That's fine. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. We'll, we'll do the we'll show. Do, you, we'll guys do the show. you guys do are in Vegas. Have fun. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Okay. Go, go have some fun. All right. So your pirates win but not on the run line last night. Like we didn't, we jinxed that. We knew that we did, but the A's have lost now 15 consecutive road games. It's a new record. 15 consecutive games that ninth inning last night for them team, team record for the A's for the team, team total most losses in a row in Oakland A's history or A's history. Yeah. That, that ninth inning. Did you watch the ninth inning at all? I saw the highlights. I wasn't. It was. It was I saw the score, but it was. You, bo- I was rolling around laughing. I was laughing my absolute. Ass. Like I'm watching and going, all right, it's five four. The A's can score. Not the closers in the game. Different pitchers in the game for the Pirates. A guy I've never seen before. Right. Lead yeah, that was his first career safe. Okay, oh. ninety nine mile per hour fastball just raked up the middle. Runner on yep. first base. Yeah. One pitch. You know the guy's going to try to steal. He's a speedster for the A's center right. fielder. Second pitch, guy goes. The the catcher knew he was going so easily. He started up out of his stance before the pitch even got delivered. Like he yeah. knew, yeah. here he goes, bang, throws him out. Next batter, double. Runner on second now. <laughs> Blue would have scored. Had he would have scored if, yeah. if the double would have, would have tied the game. If you didn't send the runner, the double would have tied the game. Oh, he would have scored from first. He didn't even have score to try from first. To oh, <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, he <laughs> scored a double most likely. Scored yeah, yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. Speedster would have scored easily right, yeah, from first. Yeah. Right. Now you have one on, second base, one out. Bloop, single. Runner is Noda, first baseman, slow as molasses. Can't read the ball right. Can't figure mm-hmm. out, is it going to land or not? I don't know. He's in between, goes back, goes back. Right. Only gets to third base. First and third now, one out. Fly ball ties the game. Oh. Pop fly to center. Two outs. Next batter, strikeout, game over. Five, five. 
I was laughing my ass off going, this team, they just can't do anything right. They can't do anything right. doesn't matter mm. what they, they can't do. Even when they score four runs, they can't figure out a way to win a game. More on the Pirates later. Yes. What is wrong with Alex Manoa? I'm not a pitching coach in Major League Baseball, but I know that he can't get anyone out right now. <laughs> Anybody out. By yesterday's start, somehow they were favored um, when the game started, and then he didn't even get out of the first inning. He got one out, you said, right? One. Alec Manoa one. last year. Alec Manoa was a finalist for the Cy Young and 16 wins, a 2.24 uh, ERA. This year, he got one out yesterday. One in the All-Star game out. last year in L.A. when we went. Yeah, he was an All-Star. He's one in seven. He failed to get out of the first inning in seven straight losing decisions. Failed yeah. to get out of the first inning. That's bad. <laughs> he allowed six runs on seven hits and walked one by watching his ERA rise from 546 to 636. He's given up 45 runs in 58 innings worth of work. He's allowed 55 runs. He, he, he allowed 55 runs last year in 196 in two thirds innings worth of work. Oh, Gorov just came in the chat. One star Gorov. Manoa just got optioned a few minutes ago. See you later. Okay. Triple Smart. He, they had to, they have to send him down. Buffalo. They have to, to Buffalo down. from Toronto. And to figure out your life. Yeah. We got to, we got to figure out how to get back close to what we just had a year ago. I mean, that's amazing close. how fast that's get a little bit. Yeah, we got to get close. Well, I mean, it's it's a so we were talking about this yesterday. Would you have sent him down or would you just put him in a bullpen, keep him up, or what what do you do? I'd send him down. I'd send him down. He needs he needs a total refresh. He's got to go down there and yeah, (laughs) clean out the cobwebs, figure out what's going on with his head. It's a mental thing. It's got to be more mental than physical. If it's physical, then get him help and put him on the DL. Wow. No, it's not even Buffalo. He didn't send him to Buffalo. They sent him to back to Dunedin. Down all the down to Florida, single A. Oh man, we got to work on it all the way down. That says that's the rookie ball. <sighs> yeah, that's next step to being out of the organization. No, I don't think. I think it's zero pressure. Get down there and listen. You're 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 got to get fixed. This is not. It's not a one week stay. When we send you to Florida. You're going to work on everything. We're going to rebuild the machine, right? Yeah. So, wow. all right. Please so go down there. Uh, a couple of guys. quick trends before we let go of sports grid and yes. get the bonus time with Better to Book It. Here's a trend for you, trend friends. It is from SoCal DGen. So, tip of the cap to him on this. Thank you. Cleveland is 24 and two straight up, 16, eight and three to the under as a favorite when Bieber pitching today has allowed less than two runs in his previous start. Cleveland's against Boston tonight. I like this trend tonight. Cleveland against Boston tonight. Bieber, Paxton. Wow, pick them? Yeah, I like Cleveland to win this game tonight. It's going the other way. It's going Boston favored. They're betting it right now. Just changing two places. Circuit now has Boston a small favorite. As does one of the uh, offshore places. You like Cleveland, huh? Boston's reeling at the moment. <laughs> I'm leaning to Cleveland too. Okay. And then one final one. The Rays are 41 and four straight up, 
Absolutely. over the last 45 home games as a minus 150 favorite or more. They're minus 170 against the Twins. This goes back to the my favorite line ever in, a, in our Discord channel that was stated, you only pay the juice if you lose. Oh, so laying 150 is not that, but laying 170 is pricey, but the Rays win was a matter. Eh, I mean, you're still laying juice. <laughs> try not to lay juice in life. Like you're just trying to right, you know, get but, even money if you can. I mean, it's small juice in life. This is big juice. Uh, 170. I mean, I don't find a reason to take the twins in this spot. <laughs> Nor do I. Yeah. And then you mess with the run line, you get burnt like you did last night with the pirates. So probably lay it. You could do, if you want to get a little, little crazy today, pirates, Marlins, Arizona, and the Rays four team money line parlay. Why, what are you doing now with that? Why are you just giving out sports grid? Just giving out sports grid. If you guys want to have a little fun with it there tonight, you, you can just, just say we, if it hit, I could say we, we gave it to you on that. <laughs> sports grid, thank you so much for you guys who are with us live on YouTube and Twitter. Don't move. It is time for bonus time. Hey, right. a raise money line parlay is plus 128. I like that, SoCal. Yes. Raise like money it. line plus pirates. Is that what that said? Raising raising pirates? Yep. I just saw that flash by. Better to book it time. <clears throat> Speaking plus of all those years. teams, let's talk about Arizona and the run line. <clears throat> Interesting. Washington. <clears throat> what do you think of this one, by the way? This one's popping. This hat. Wow. It's Arizona Diamondback. How about that? Purple. So I thought about taking the under in this game because it's 10, but I decided not to. Reason being... Arizona, this Henry kid had a 287 ERA in May. Yep. Irvin is horrible. 747 ERA. But he's been okay at home last three starts. Been okay. You know, 10 runs in three starts. Okay. Both these teams are very good on the run line. Both teams are over 10, over uh, over 10 games, 500 against the run line. Both Taking Washington. a run and a half is good. I'm laying Most it. Times it's, I'm it's, laying it's better it. To, oh, yeah. yeah. Arizona's good. I'm laying on the run line. Oh, okay. Minus one and a half Arizona to tattoo this Irvin guy. Seven two final game will go under just to spite me. Run line? Mm-hmm. Can we just do money line at minus one twenty five or thirty? It's down to that. I mean, it was way more expensive than that last night. Well, it was minus one fifty overnight. <laughs> Minus like, one thirty right now. Okay, son. it was not. It was not. Well, yeah, the, I don't want to lay the run and a half. What's the run line now? Money line. I'll book run this, line? I'll, I'll book the run line. Okay. What's the what's the run what's the run line price now? Current run line price spread da, 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 plus one fifteen plus one ten. Okay. Plus one fifteen. Yeah. Arizona's thirty five and twenty five on the run line this year. Okay. Washington is 36 and 23 on the run line this year. Ay, ay, ay. But as the no, home I'll team, book it. I'll take okay. the home team plus a run and a half. Just so you know, as the home team, Washington is 15 and 16 on the road. Okay. Line. All right. And on the road, Arizona is 17 and 9 on the run line. They have not played the Washington Nationals. <laughs> oh, look out for the Washington Nationals. <laughs> Uh, Marlins money line against Granky on the road. 
He pitched really well. Last time out, still lost two to one. Who did? Granky. Okay. So I don't want to go run line. I don't want to go over. I even don't even really want to go under. I think the Marlins are playing extremely well right now. Mm. Casey is horrible on the road. Okay. Marlins money line. I'll lay the juice. Bet it. Okay. I like that. Against Cranky. Yep. Against Cranky. JC from KC gets mad at us when we pick yeah, against okay. Cranky. You know his team stinks. It's okay. Yeah. And then finally, I couldn't find a third bet for today, so I just have to go with the typical Pirates run line. Pirates run line. Um, Do you know the stat, by the way? Somebody sent me this stat that was that was nuts. What? Um, on the Pirates. Keller, Pirates over pi- eight days. No, the Pirates are zero and twenty on the run line in their last twenty games against American League opponents. Say that again. Pittsburgh Pirates are zero and twenty on the run line against American League opponents. That's not all this year, is it? No, but over the last twenty games against an American League team. I was going to say they played twenty games against American League no. teams already. That's no, just, right. dating back. Dating well, this back. is a new year, a new team. This but they haven't won a game on the run line yet this year. They've played multiple American League teams. I know. Still bet it. Um, Mitch Keller's on the hill. Yep, that's why I bet it. He's been very, very good. Oh, extremely. Um, I think he's got at least eight Ks in seven straight games. Over his K prop again, but use six and a half because I have a feeling it's going to fall seven. Okay. So you could move it in some sportsbook apps. Pirates run line. What's the total in the game? I mean, why do you got to do this? I did this every day. What do you mean? I know. It's every day. Wow. Minus 300 in some places already on this game. Yeah. People need, by the way, people need to stop asking me this question because it's starting to get annoying. What? They keep on asking me, are you doing it today? Are you doing it today? Are, are you nervous? Are you doing it today? Doing what? Fading the A's on the run line. Every day. Every day. You just I, said it. Over, but they don't listen. <laughs> People <laughs> listen to the show. Every day they get nervous. They're like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Then don't bet it. I, I'm betting it. I'm not telling you what to bet. I'm just telling you what I'm betting. I'm betting against the A's for the next, it's now the 6th until the middle, in June 16th. We got 11 more days of this. Betting against the A's to see where we're at. We're currently up 4.3 units doing this. So let's just see what we have. If I lose money, I lose money. It's an experiment. It's working. Right now it's working. <laughs> but the question is not whether you're doing it or not. We're doing right. it. Right. It doesn't matter the game, opponent, that stat, zero for 20. I don't care if it was zero for 100. I'm still betting the Pirates on the run line. Oh, um, Addison said they don't mean the A's run line, Matt. They mean the Guardians, are you doing it? Are you doing it? Are you doing the Guardians after reading the trend as your friend until it's not? Stat. No, this was last night. Somebody, two people asked me last night about the. Oh, okay. Case. I don't know what happened last. This night. is not now. Know. This is people DMing me on Twitter, asking me before the juice comes out. Are you doing it again? Are you doing it again? Are you doing it again? Oh, yes, I'm doing it again. I'm doing it every day. Okay. <laughs> yes. Right. I just, I don't always make it official on the juice. I just go ahead and say, I'm doing it whether you want to do it or not. Just last night, I couldn't find, I hate the slate tonight. It's a really boring, like this is a Tuesday, boring baseball slate. Is it? Yes. It's, it's, it's just blah. Dodgers, Reds, no appeal. Yeah, no appeal. Sorry. Mets, Atlanta. Reds fans, things are going so well for the Red, the Reds that they're all jumping up and down about a prospect coming up to play baseball for them. Did you see that kid pitch yesterday in his Does major it? league debut? 
Okay. It well, was no, awesome. A, it was that's a not the Cincinnati kid, kid. That's not the kid. That's no, they're bringing up the number one prospect in baseball to play. He hasn't played yet. Oh, he hasn't made his debut. That's oh, why Brahma camp was, June that's why Brahma camp was saying season. bet the reds to win the division. Yeah. Brahma camp. I mean, I saw you, what you're doing there. You're making that, you're making that shit personal. We're in BBB <laughs> bonus time, right? Yes. Yeah. So he, he's betting against the, the reds winning the division would mean the pirates do not. So that would that was personal, Bromo Camp. I saw what you did. Is it really though? <laughs> Is that really personal? Are the Reds gonna win a division? I mean, anyone but the Pirates. I mean, it's you know but the Pirates. What do you mean? Pirates, Pirates win, win a division. No, they're not. They're in first place. It's June 6th, they're in first place. Check your standings. They're not the Brewers will win that division. Relax. Relax, relax, Francis. You, you need to relax. What do you mean, relax? You need to relax. Talking about we're this we're June six. We're first place. I'm going to the playoff games. I'm telling you right in the now. The worst division in baseball. <laughs> it is the worst division. <laughs> so like, I mean, like, congratul- congratulations! Like, like jumping up division and down. champs uh, or division champs. They don't they ask had, how was that the is division. true, but I don't think they're going to be there come the end of September. These so. Twitter people do need to watch the show. Stop asking you these questions. Mm-hmm. She's right. Lisa, oh, the right. Brewers are Thank just, you. what is going on with the Brewers? Yikes. They're a mess. They really are a mess. It's so yeah. weird. Do you believe today we have no hockey, no basketball? Yeah, we just have baseball. WBA. No girls softball. No women's softball today because we got those two games yesterday. It's a rough slate. We Oklahoma, just have baseball. Oklahoma advanced. Oklahoma advance. Oklahoma plays Florida State. Three game series starts tomorrow. For it all? Uh, what's that? For it all? Yeah. Oh, cool. Wednesday, Thursday, if necessary, Friday. I said to uh said to Kylie, would you like to go to the game? We'll go to game two Thursday. And she's like, Isn't your show on yeah. Thursday at Circa? And I was like, Oh yeah, that's right. We can't go to the game Thursday. That's say, right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are we doing here? No, 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 no. Yeah. I knew that. Oh, and she knew that. They're still mad that. about the under 21 thing. Sorry. They're not, they're not Can't happy. tell you about that. We have to favorite, 21. Favorite thing about today is what? The video. Can you play the video again right now? Hey, guys, how are you? Matt Peralta, Dave Sherpin, Bostonian versus the book. Dave, we have a little bit of an announcement to make. Little one. Small one? It's kind of a big one. Yeah, it's kind of a big yeah. one. Yeah. So football contests are the rage. Dave and I have decided to do the Brigade Proxy Service. So when you've got to come to Vegas and you need anyone to be your proxy, don't just pick anybody. No. Pick. You got a guy. In fact, you got two guys. Brigade Proxy Service. The B, what do we call that? BPS? BPS? BPS, baby. It's Vegas guys. Yeah. Here. Helping you get all your pictures of the entire team. So, at Brigade Proxy on Twitter, our DMs are open. If you're coming to Vegas, you need a proxy, as Dave said, you got a guy. The Brigade Proxy Service open for business now. Dave Sheriff and Matt Peralta will see you guys in Vegas to sign up for the football contest. Yes, that is the best thing about today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, watching it again and again. Uh, 
it's amazing. And I'm so glad. Listen, a lot of people ask, they ask me all the time, what are you and Peralt doing? And sometimes I go, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I really do. Like, I mean, and it's okay. And like, we've had so many of these discussions and have talked about so many things and finally just said, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to do it. And we're going to figure it out as we go. Got a little bit of a plan, shot a little promo. Eric, again, outstanding work. I can't wait to see what, what, what how this all works. I got nothing but I'm laying whatever price we we're making it for, you know, Thursday and Friday. And then going forward, this proxy service, the BPS. Listen. If you don't want to do it, it's no no harm, no foul. No. If you if you want to do it, not saying it will be a, you know, it'll be a win. It doesn't mean you're going to win a contest, but mm. it'll be a service that I think if you want to participate or you're on the fence, just get to Vegas. We'll make it as easy as possible, and we'll make the procedure throughout the year as easy as possible for you. And we've done the tournaments, we've done the contests, we've made, we, we, you booked the games. I've made, I make bets every day. Like it's, you know, I don't know. We're we're not going to run betting seminars, but you know what I mean? Like we're going to be able to have conversations and strategies and come, you'll have access to us in terms of asking different questions and whatnot. So it's a different type of situations, especially if you're a brigade member, like a legitimate BVB viewer, of course, we're going to try our hardest to to help you guys and explain what's going on and what to do and when to do it. We'll talk about it later. Like why we both think that playing the Thursday game is not worth it. And all the different strategies you can come up with for, you know, fading steam, following steam. Listen, man, it's a way to get involved in a contest that you can't do because you don't live in Nevada. It's as simple as that. You pick the games. We got someone asking, who is that? JS, JSEP, Josep 121. What is a proxy? Proxy is someone putting in your picks for you. That's all it is. It's your picks. I ain't telling you what to pick. Matt's not telling you what to pick. Mm-mm. You send us, I want the Steelers, I want the Patriots, I want, you know, the Bears, the Chargers, and the Chiefs. That's five games if you do the millions. You do the Survivor, you tell us week one, I want the Chiefs. Done. You survive that, you go on to week two. It's a couple different ways, different contests, but all we're doing is putting in your picks and putting in your place. We're doing it with care. We're doing it. We're doing it to make sure that you have action all season, or as long as you're alive and a survivor. Had you have you ever heard of the Florida Complex League? Florida Complex League. That's where they sent Manoa. <laughs> the what? To the Florida Complex League. Man, oh man, <laughs> that don't sound like a league you want to be in. Somebody says, is that the rival to the California Penal League? California <laughs> Penal League from Major League. <laughs> like, what is that? Wow, they really did send him away. My goodness oh, gracious. So, all right, guys, tomorrow will be a lot of fun. It's a Wednesday heading into Thursday and Friday. You'll be oh, traveling. So we totally understand you guys are going to miss the show. It's totally, we get it. It's no big deal. You're going to be here. We thank you for your time. Hit the like button, subscribe button. And if you want to go follow us on Twitter, our third Twitter account now is Brigade Proxy, at Brigade Proxy, open for business now. You'll make an appointment with us, DM, 
get in touch. There's a million ways of getting in touch with us. You can email us, askthebvb at gmail.com. Right. You can just tweet at Dave, DM me, or go to at Brigade Proxy, DM us there, or write us a note there. Tell us when you're coming in. We'll book an appointment. We'll get a time set for where you're going to be at the book. We're going to be at the book. We'll get you signed up. It'll be a lot of fun. And will you now admit that it's football season, at least? Am I right? It's fucking football season. There ain't no denying it no more. I was holding off until we said yes to this. Yes. It's football season. Let's it's go. Football season. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Matt and Dave back for a Wednesday's BVB.